Hi, welcome to Social Work Sorted, the podcast. I'm Vicky, I host and produce this podcast along with running Social Work Sorted training and consultancy. This podcast is intended to be a resource for newly qualified social workers. This episode is a recording of an Instagram live that I did a couple of weeks ago talking all about my experiences of being a social worker and actively using social media. It's part of my business. I have a public facing social media page where I talk about being a newly qualified social worker and provide resources for newly qualified social workers on there as well. I talk about the complications of that, the things that I needed to consider and some ideas that I would recommend for any students or newly qualified social workers who are starting public profiles on social media of which I've seen a growing amount. I think there is huge potential for social media to bring social work and the positive work that social workers do to the forefront of public perception but As with anything, there is always a downside and a dark side, and it's also important to be mindful of that as well. Hope you enjoy the conversation. If you want to watch this rather than listen to it, I will put the link to the Instagram Live in the show notes. Hello, good morning, or just hi, whenever you're watching this. I haven't done a live in a while, so I thought I would come on quickly and talk to you about social work and social media and navigating social media as a social worker, which is something that I have been doing for over two years now. I have been reflecting a lot recently on my use of social media, the lessons that I've learned from being a social worker, having an Instagram account, having an anonymous account, going to a public account, and yeah, just navigating the space. And I get questions about it quite a lot. I see lots of accounts um, pop up that are run by students, new social workers, experienced social workers. And yeah, I thought I would cover some of the lessons that I've learned that I think also really connect to our social work practice as well. So this is for you if you have a social media account, Not, I'm not talking about your personal accounts, I'm talking about if you have a social media account and you are posting things about social work and that is it's in the public domain Um, but it will also be helpful for you if you're a social worker as well and you want to have a a think about your practice and connections and how that all links in. If we haven't met I'm Vicky, I started Social Work Sorted over two years ago now um, on this platform on Instagram and yeah there wasn't really a blueprint for how to do this when I started out. I still don't think there's a blueprint really for how to manage Instagram specifically as a social worker but I started this account because I wanted to write a guide for new social workers. I had written it but I wanted to make sure that it was right. I know that I need I knew that I needed to connect with new social workers in this space to make it perfect and to make it relevant and to make sure that it was what new social workers needed. That was how this account started. And from there, I've gone on to offer support, guidance, training to so many new social workers. Some of you would have been here since the start and not new social workers anymore. But when I started this account, there really wasn't a great deal of social work accounts I could see on Instagram. There was a a larger amount from America in the US, but not as many in the UK. There was Yuande, who runs at at Young Black Social Worker account who was a massive support to me, Jo, who has the Immigration Social Workers account, they're people who I met at the very start of this, met virtually at the very start of this journey. Um, 
but now two years two and a bit years on the space is very different and so yeah I thought I would share some of my reflections on that if you're watching live you can ask questions if you're watching this on catch up then put any questions that you have in the comments or just send me a dm I'm happy to answer the first thing that I wanted to share that is so important in social work and as a social worker on social media is knowing your purpose being really clear on your purpose because that will influence what you then go on to do in terms of any content that you create. Like I said, I was really clear that my purpose was to be on here to help and support newly qualified social workers. It was part of my ongoing and growing business. And you might be on here for loads of reasons. It might be to offer help and support for other students or new social workers. It might be to share your learning, to network, it doesn't matter what it is as long as you're very clear on your purpose because that will, like I said, change the things that you post about and ensure that it is, it's relevant and um, your safety, your online safety is really clear. And it's the same in social work. If we're going on a home visit, we need to know our purpose. We need to know why we're there because if we don't know why we're doing what we're doing, we can't explain it to the people that we're trying to work with. So it's worth, if you do have a public facing account, to get really clear on your purpose. The next sort of bit of advice and the next reflection links to that in terms of knowing who you are talking to. Again, we wouldn't go into a family or a family home and speak to every member of that family in a different way. We would use different levels in terms of where we sit. We might use different pieces of direct work. The language that we use would change depending on who we are talking to. And I find that is the same in the online space. I talk specifically to newly qualified social workers in children's services because all my experience is in children's services. So I can't sit here and give advice or guidance or recommendations for social workers in who work in adults, who work in mental health. I'm always really clear on what I can and what I can't do, which you'll know if you've contacted me and you're from adult services, I will say I can't help you in that area um, because I can't. I have to be really clear on who I'm talking to. And in the same way, if you are online in this space, be really clear about who you are talking to and why you're talking to them. I will say specifically if I'm doing something for students and newly qualified social workers, but one of my pet peeves is when students and newly qualified social workers are always grouped together. Because although there are some similarities, there are lots of differences in your experience. And so you will see if I'm doing something, I will say whether it is specific for newly qualified social workers, like everything I do, or whether it is accessible for students too. The next thing or the next reflection is the importance of connection. And that links in a little bit with safety, which I'm going to talk about after. But when I started this account, I was still in practice in working in child protection. And so I didn't show my face. I didn't do lives like this. I had a podcast where people could hear me and get to know me in that way. I did masterclasses which I started I think I started them in March last year 2022 which were obviously led by me but in terms of the public profile I had my first name and that was it my first name and my voice I didn't share anything else because it was really important for me to connect with people in this space connect with social workers but more important was my connection to practice and I didn't want to do anything that would compromise the safety and the confidentiality of people that I was working with, children, young people, families or colleagues either. And so that shifted when my job changed 
And I'm sharing that because it's so important to be um, mindful of anonymity in this space, which again, I'm going to talk about safety after. Um, And it's important if you're watching this and you see this profile that you know that this is my job now. And my job changed from being a frontline or um, a child protection social worker to a conference chair for child protection conferences. And when I wanted to make that shift in terms of being more public facing on this profile, I spoke to my manager to get some, um, not necessarily consent around it, but just to get advice and guidance. My manager then contacted HR to make sure that that was okay because you know, I was recognisable. I then set up, I was going to set up a LinkedIn profile, which has my information on in terms of local authorities that I've worked in. So it's just really important not to scaremonger people away from using social media, but to just be mindful of all the ways that people can find you and everything associated with having a public facing profile. But yeah, that only went public facing when my job changed and when I felt comfortable and I felt that that was right and that I had the support of my manager because my priority was still my full-time job at the time and what I was doing in that. So yeah, it's just important to be clear that that connection is really important to me and the connection with you lot definitely increased when you could see me, when I could talk to you, when I could do um, lives and show my face. And that's important to think about in social work as well, because we are working in mainly hybrid settings at the moment. The virtual world makes so many things more accessible, but it also impacts our human connection, I think. And when you are in a routine of doing all your meetings virtually, you know, if you've been practicing in COVID and you're doing visits virtually, to make that shift to -to face-to-face feels like a really big deal it's a massive change there's so much that is different when you are face to face with somebody in person in a room in an environment together but I still believe that that is the strongest way to connect with somebody that is you know that human connection is something that computers and AI will never take away so remember that even if it's something that makes you feel nervous or apprehensive that connection and being able to get with another person is always going to be better for your practice but when you're in the online space it's always going to be better for connection but just make sure that you're mindful of your safety which I'm going to talk about now so your online safety in terms of being a social worker or student social worker with a social media profile is really important when I was at university I remember a big speech about online safety it scared me I went and made all my stuff private on social I think it was private anyway but I made sure it was all private I wasn't tagged in anything. I was really careful about photographs that were uploaded. Um, It probably wasn't the most positive of sharing around social media. It was very scaremongery. You can't do this, you can't do that, you could get struck off. It, It didn't encourage a positive use of social media, but that was before probably social media was as big as it is now. It is so important and I never ever want to scaremonger someone from using social media because I really believe and see the power of social media, particularly for social workers when what we do is so invisible, then our profession can become very invisible in the public eye. You know, no one claps for us um, and it, not that not that we need that kind of public recognition, but I just think in terms of visibility and showing people what social work can be, I think social media is really powerful. 
Um, but in terms of your safety, if you are watching, I'm I'm based in England, BASWA, the British Association of Social Workers, have social media guidelines. So if you have a public facing profile where you are talking about social work and you haven't read those, it's really important to go and read those. You can also find advice on Social Work England's uh, website as well. If you can't find either of those things, let me know. They are the guidelines that you and I should be working from as people if we're posting on social media. Um, but just, it links back to knowing your purpose and knowing who you're talking to. That will influence the content and things that you are putting out there on social media. Be mindful of what Baz were referred to as e-professionalism. It's okay to be honest about social work. I think it's more than okay, it's really important. But we have to be clear on boundaries around that, how some people say service users, some people say people with lived experience, how that might be perceived, um, how harmful that could be how the language that we use could be harmful to people who are taking that in, how it might be harmful to the perception of our profession on a whole. Again, things that you're probably aware of, but if you are posting things and people that you work with are aware of your account and you're posting things on the day that they happen, so you know, you might have had a difficult meeting, if you're posting that in real time and somebody can see your account and read anything that you're writing, they might interpret that in a different way because they might have been at that meeting that you're talking about. So be mindful when you are using examples. You know, I talk about examples a lot in my training. I use examples on social media sometimes, but I try not to be specific about them in any way. If I'm using examples, I will change details about family members. I will change details about ages. I will change details about genders or obviously we don't use names or use example names, but just be hyper-conscious of that because, you know, social media is really powerful. And like I say, if you have information or if you have multiple accounts across Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, it probably isn't that hard to trace things back. So just be so aware of what you're posting. It doesn't mean don't post it, but be aware of your, what you're posting, why you're posting it and who you are posting it for. That will always help you. The final thing that I want to talk about in terms of social media and social work is time and quality. I've had this account for two years. I think I'd been in this space for maybe 12, maybe about 18 months before the guide, the reason why I started this account, before that came to fruition, before I started to talk about it and offer it to people. And that was because time and quality of relationships is really important to me. I'm happy that it took me that amount of time to get to know people in this space, to get to know what was needed, to listen, to create a feedback loop, to be in a position that I feel really fortunate to be in where so many of you will trust me enough to send me messages, to ask me questions, to um, run things by me, to share, to reflect. All that takes time. And again, that's a lesson for social work, really, that building up relationships takes time. I know time is very limited for so many of you, particularly if you are in child protection, but it's important to remember that time and the quality of that time is really important to build up those relationships. Social workers can see through bullshit a lot of the time, I think. And so it's important if you are in the online space, talking to social workers, putting things out that are supportive to social workers, that you know that 
I know that. I know that if I say something that is um, maybe the wrong thing, or if I say something that isn't okay, if I say something that causes offence, there are people on here who will call me out in a kind and respectful way, will send me a message, will offer me an alternative. And I really respect that. And yeah, I think in terms of thinking about if you have that platform, if you're talking to social workers, make sure that that quality is in, invested if you're giving back as much as you are getting back to establish that feedback loop and in social work having a feedback loop is really important part of that feedback loop is you listening being trustworthy enough for people to share things with you but also implementing those things if someone asks me a question and I can answer it in some way, then I'm going to do that. They will see it in a post in a few weeks down the line, or they will hear it in a podcast because a feedback loop is, you know, it only works if it's a loop, if you close that loop in terms of what you are offering. The same way that if you are working with somebody and they share something with you or they ask for something, that you then follow that up. It doesn't mean you can always deliver on it, but you need to close that circle in terms of that feedback loop. I really hope this was helpful. If you've got questions, because a lot of you send me them about social media, do put them in the comments or send me them in a DM and I will make sure that I answer them. If you want more lives like this, if you found it helpful, then tell me and I will make more. And yeah, just thank you for following this account however long you've been around. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for being part of that feedback loop. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for what you're doing as social workers because you probably aren't going to get enough thank yous this week and yeah take care of yourself have a lovely week and I will see you soon thank you so much for listening this is such a huge topic and if anyone is listening who does specific research in this area and wants to have a conversation about that on or off the podcast then please do get in touch my email is vicky at socialworksorted.com if you are a newly qualified social worker listening then I have a summer series of masterclasses coming up This month's Home Visit Masterclass in June is already sold out. There are two more coming up. In July, I have Managing Meetings and in August, I have Assessment Skills. These masterclasses are intended to support you in practice with tangible, actionable steps you can take to build your confidence and your skills. All the information is in the link in bio and like I said, you can always get in touch with me either over email or via Instagram to find out more. I would now invite you to slow down if you can. Close your eyes if it feels comfortable and just take one deep breath. Enjoy a tiny little pause in your day and know that it's somewhere that you can come back to whenever you need. Thank you for listening and take care.